Hey, welcome to Father in Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Happy New Year. Some of you are probably listening to this at 4 a.m. when it actually releases, thinking, dude, I've already messed up. That's okay. doesn't matter. What really defines us and makes us great as men, as individuals, as humans, is that we're willing to get back up and to keep trying. So be encouraged. You got a whole year ahead of you. You got a whole life ahead of you. Doesn't matter when you make mistakes. You get up, you learn from those mistakes, and you keep on moving. Last week, I shared two fundamental basics of fatherhood that I think we need to focus on every single day, not just for 2023, but for every year that God will give us of life. We talked about communication and we talked about grace. Today, I'm going to talk to you about two more things, but I want to tell you one more story. Before we get into this, I want to tell you a parable that Jesus shared with us in the Bible. He talked about people who hear, and he talked about people who hear and then act. Hearers and hearers and doers. And Jesus says that people who hear, who just listen and don't do anything with what they hear, they're like a man who built a house on sand. And when the storm comes and the wind blows, the house is demolished because it had no foundation. But people who hear and then who act, who respond, who have something to actually show for their philosophy that they have taken in, they are like a man who built a house upon a rock, a firm, strong foundation. And when the storm comes, And when the wind blows, the house remains. The house stands strong. What I'm giving you with these fundamentals, with these basics, I'm giving you what you need for your foundation for fatherhood. You've got to have communication. Honestly, I don't think you can say or claim to have a relationship with someone if there is not communication. You cannot. Grace. Grace is something that you need in your foundation. You get a lot of it. You need to give even more of it away. The two things that I want to give you today, the first is personal integrity. You have the opportunity to do so much good with your children, but you do not have the right, I want to say it this way, you don't have the right to tell your kids what to do when you don't put forth an effort yourself. You don't get to say, look, I was young once, and I did things this way, and it just didn't work out. And then you never did what you thought you should do in life, and so here you are, older, not who you want to be, not trying to be who you want to be with the time that you have left in this life, but you're just trying to coach and say, oh, that's what you should do. It's not that you're always going to say things that aren't good. You probably are giving some good wisdom. But when you don't look like you're actually living by your own words and your own teachings, when your actions don't match the philosophies, when you're not walking the talk that you like to talk, how do you expect people to place value on your words? It's like someone who was obese, but they always like to give you the nutritional facts. They always like to give you the new diet that you should be trying. They like to tell you what you should be doing in the gym. You don't say. You think that I'm going to listen to someone who is not in shape. Tell me, 
how I can get in shape. Maybe they know. Maybe they do have good input. But why would I value what they have to say when their actions are just screaming louder than their words? They eat candy bars and ice cream, and they they never get off the couch. But I should listen to them when it comes to fitness and nutrition. Probably not. And I don't want you to be that way. I don't want you to be the father that says you should do this and you should do that and you make sure that you do this, but you've done none of it and you're not even trying to do any of it. You definitely don't want to be the dad who preaches being faithful in relationships while you're having an affair with your wife. Yeah, you know better. And you might say, well, you know, it's, it's just too far gone. I can't, I can't change anything. Yes, you can. I mean, if you really had integrity, and this is a very tough thing to do, you stop. You might even come clean. And that's a difficult thing to do. But what's more important? Your family or your ego? And that's what you have to weigh. Now, when your actions actually match what you're saying, one, your actions just amplify your words. Because I can actually see these tangible, visible results of what happens when I live the way you're telling me to live. You have to match your speech with your actions and be a father who has high personal integrity. You have to do that. Your kids look to you for everything. Your kids watch you. Your kids will not hear everything that you say, but they might see just about everything that you do. And as they watch your interactions with their mother, as they watch your interactions with other people, you ever wonder why your kid's having a hard time at school being mean to other kids? Maybe they see you being rude to other people day in and day out. You can tell them as much as you want. You've got to be nice to kids at school. But if you're not being nice to the people that you come in contact with on a day-to-day basis, why are you even trying to correct your child? You need to correct yourself. And this is one thing that we can all work on. We all have to work on ourselves. I talk to my kids about listening a lot. And I tell my kids that there's value in listening. That There's a number of different reasons that listening is important. And my son the other day was trying to tell me something, and it was kind of funny and kind of in jest, and it was after a bunch of stuff related to that. It wasn't really super serious, not in my opinion, but at this point, I'd picked up my phone, and I was trying to do something on my phone, and he came up to me, and he said, Dad, are you listening to me? Do you think your phone is more important? (laughs) He said, do you think your phone is more important than listening to me? And in that moment, I could have been like, I, I could have gotten mad, and a lot of people are probably listening thinking, oh man, I'd, I'd have put my son in his place. But again, you put the ego aside and you listen and you really think, you know what, this does look like I am valuing my phone over my son. So what I did is I put my phone down, I said, Frankie, I'm sorry, you're right, what you have to say is more important than my phone. I put my phone down, I talked to my son. Your actions have to match what you preach. And when they do, they amplify your message and make it that much clearer to your children. So you've got to have personal integrity. And now I saved the best basic fundamental of fatherhood for last, in my opinion. 
And that's faith. You've got to have faith. I'm a Christian. I will never recommend or promote any other religious belief. And so I'm going to talk about Christianity. I think if you're a father, that you need to be plugged into God. You need to be praying. You need to read your Bible. God created everything. He created the world. He created the family. He created the role of fatherhood. Where better to learn about fatherhood than from the source? Who better to learn about as a father than the father? I think and believe wholeheartedly that we have got to have a high importance when it comes to faith, a high value of our faith. And we have to practice it. This is one of those things that you don't just get to go to church and listen to the sermon and then live the way that you want to live Monday through Saturday and go back to church and say, Lord, I'm sorry, here I am, and then repeat. You don't get to do that because, again, what is the point of doing that? There is zero zero value in that. You're just wasting time. You need to be engaged and involved in your faith. As Christians, you ought to be taking in as much of the Bible as you can. I don't care if you have to do it through uh, listening to an audio Bible or if you make the time to actually read it yourself, but you've got to be reading it yourself. It's one thing to listen to a sermon. It's one thing to listen to a scholar or to a theologian talk about a particular passage or a particular book. Those are all great things, but you need to read it for yourself because it is alive and it is powerful. And yes, God still speaks to his people through his word. You've got to listen and you've got to read it and you've got to pray. If you don't pray, I don't even know how you get through life, to be honest with you. When I pray and I talk to God, which, and if you don't know how to do that, I did a podcast probably a year ago on teaching your kids to pray. And I give some pointers that are applicable to children and to adults, because believe it or not, prayer doesn't change. It's just a conversation with God. You cast your cares on Him because He cares for you. God cares about the little things that you deal with and the big things that are on your mind. God just wants you to talk to him, and he just wants you to listen as he talks to you. So when I pray, it changes my mindset. It changes my emotional state, changes everything. I'm a happier person when I pray. And when I find myself upset, and I found myself upset yesterday, in fact, yesterday was just a battle of a day for me. I snapped at my son. And it still, it still pains me that I acted the way that I did with my son. I was childish. And I was just frustrated at everything. Everything felt out of control. And when things are out of control, we lose ourselves. We get frustrated. And those things should not have that much control over me. And I'm not going to, to allow those things to have control over me. And what I had to do is I had to step away and I had to pray. And I confided in God. I said, God, I'm upset about this. God, I'm doing this, and I don't need to be doing this. And God, I'm thinking about this, and I don't need to be thinking about that. I just opened up. I said, I'm making dumb mistakes. My mind is here. I'm doing these things. I've got everything out of whack. God, I just need some help. And it's amazing how it was maybe 10 or 15 minutes that I prayed, but everything just 
turned on its head immediately. It was in that moment I felt a little more calm, cool, and collected. I went up, hugged my son, told him I loved him, tried to reconcile, tried to make things right. But when you pray, and when you talk to God, and when you listen, because that's all you have to do is say, God, I'm listening, and He's always speaking to you. You hear from Him. And when you get that direction, when you get that renewal of your mind from being in His presence, man, it makes you a better dad. And as you spend time with Him, and as you read the Word, and you take all this information in, you're learning about God, and you're learning about how He deals with us. And what better model to follow when we're trying to be good dads ourselves than God's model? We see how God relates to us, and this is how we need to relate not only to our children but to everyone else, but so much is so applicable with how we relate directly with our kids. And you'll learn this from spending time in prayer and spending time in the Word, and this is the basic fundamental. If you don't work on any of the other things, that's okay, because if you focus on faith, if you focus on your relationship with God, these other things will happen. Everything that I know and believe and understand about fatherhood, all the principles that I apply to my life, everything is influenced and determined by the Bible. My perspective on on fatherhood is a biblical perspective. It's all influenced by that. It is all determined by how I see God dealing with me as His Son, and then I'm just trying to be like my dad. That's all I'm trying to do. So, as you learn more about God, as you read the Word, as you spend time with Him in prayer, and you listen to Him, and you learn from Him, it will change the way that you act, and it will help you achieve a high personal integrity. You see the grace that He gives to you, and it will cause you to want to give grace to others. And you see how He communicates with you, how that grace sets up a platform for such great communication, because you never have to be good enough for God to want to talk to you. God doesn't say, well, when you get all this stuff straightened out, then we can be friends again. God's always there. God's always faithful. God's consistent. God has high integrity. And so when you see how God relates to us, how God communicates with you, it will help you better communicate with your kids. This is the most important thing. If you're going to be a standout father, you will have a prayer life. You will have a devotion to the Bible. You will seek to learn more about God. And as you learn more about Him, you'll Find these different ways to evolve as a dad yourself, and you're only going to do a world of good for your children. These are the four things that I want us to focus on for 2023 and every year hereafter. Communication, grace, personal integrity, and faith. These are the four basic fundamentals of fatherhood, in my opinion. If we can work on these things. We'll be better dads every day, but we'll also end up being great dads. And when we do this together as a community, 
because this isn't just a solo act. This isn't just me telling my story of what I'm doing with my kids. This is something that we do together. This is something that we work on together. As you get new ways to communicate with your kids or on how to dispense grace or things that you can do to improve your discipline and your personal integrity or new things that you learn about God, about the Bible, and we share all these things together, we become this unstoppable force. We become unstoppable fathers. And when we work together, we will achieve this goal of fathering our future and producing these positive agents of change in the world. And that's what we're trying to do. Your influence is going to impact your child. And that child will go out and for all of these years of their life, the people that they come in contact with, they're going to leave an impression. And they will have this far-reaching impact on the world. And it's going to be because you valued your identity as a father and you thought to yourself, this is worth working on. So let's work on this together. Let's be a community. Let's value our identities as fathers. Let's focus on communication, on grace, on personal integrity, on our faith. And together, let's do this. Let's father our future. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift. Thank you so much for being with me. And I hope you will join me next time.